get my nom, nom, nom on with the my top chicks and we will eat on, eat on the weekly dish. from Weekly Dish, and we are here for the bonus podcast, and everybody's making pies today. I think they're making them. It's Wednesday, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and I took a little bit of audio when I took a class at Heather's Pies. Heather's Pies is a cottage pie industry that's based out of her home, and when we changed the food laws, she was able to make pies and sell them from her home. Um, I went and took a class on November, I think it was the 10th, just to prepare for the Thanksgiving holiday. My husband is an awesome pie maker and really loves making pies, and I felt like maybe it was just my time uh, to up my game and to give it a try. Pies are kind of a mysterious thing for me. I love them. I love eating them, and I just think it takes so much skill. People are afraid of the dough, and even like really great bakers that I know, sometimes pies can elude them. So I thought I would take a class. It was super fun. Um, I have to edit out parts of the podcast because she's got some secret sauce that she doesn't want me to tell you. But um, overall, I would say the biggest thing I learned was, um, well, a couple things. One is using cultured butter is really important. It has a higher fat content. So Steph and I have talked about this butter on the show, but try like a Kerrygold is a good one. And what it does is it just gives the dough more elasticity, I think. And it makes it so that you don't have to use as much flour when you're rolling it out because it really just stays pliable and not super sticky. So I really noticed that difference when I was making my pies this time versus when I have made them before that the butter seemed to really make a difference. Also, like Heather uses barely any flour. And when I say barely, I mean like maybe a teaspoon, if that, between rolling it out and her rolling pin. Um, She uses like a French rolling pin, which is a little bit thinner. I actually kind of liked it. And I thought it wasn't going to make a difference, but I did like it. It felt a little more pliable in my hands. Another trick that she did is she always gives the dough a rest, either in the refrigerator or the freezer. Freezer about 20 minutes for a flash freeze a refrigerator, either overnight or for a couple of hours. And when she's rolling out the dough, she rolls it out on parchment paper. Oop, there's my pie dinger going off. Um, she rolls it out on parchment paper, and then she... Um, quarter turns the parchment paper and she puts the rolling pin like halfway on the dough and pulls it towards her does a spin of the parchment paper pulls it towards her does a spin I'm usually like walking around the dough and I thought this spinning of the parchment paper made it a lot easier you know really it is just like the littlest tricks right um when she's doing fruit pies she puts a like a tapioca on the bottom um, like a, the little fine grind. Um, the grind is really important on that. There's two kinds of tapioca. There's the larger pearls and the smaller ones. I have not done that when I've made my pies this time. What it does is it makes the fruit juices set up a little bit, which I do like, but I don't love the taste. So I just haven't done that. And so far, so good. I've, this is, I've made two pies. 
I made two apple cranberry pies. I made one last Saturday just to test it. I've got another one that I made today for Thanksgiving. And then I've got a pumpkin pie in the oven. And another tip from Heather is my husband always par-braked the pie um, or par-baked the shell before he put the pumpkin filling in. And she did not do that. So we'll see if it gets noticeably soggier on the bottom, which is, I think, why people par-bake. So those are the tips. Um, Also, just not being afraid of the dough was a big tip. A lot of the people that I was with aren't bakers, and they were just very anxious. And there's nothing to be anxious about. It's just kind of getting the feel for it. And then another thing I did that's different is my husband always makes the dough in the Cuisinart, which works great. I actually did it by hand like she does. I broke the butter up into little pea sizes inside the flour and just worked with my hands and gave it some time. And it felt, I don't know, feels like you're a real baker when you're doing it that way. So that's how I did my pies. Uh, I'll give you a little bit of uh, the conversation that we had at Heather's Pies for this podcast and hope that you and your family have an awesome Thanksgiving. Uh, Steph and her son, Jake, will do the family Thanksgiving episode that they usually do on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And then I'll be back with you next week and we will have a great show. Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. We are making pie and we are here podcasting and it's kind of funny because I'm here with a group of ladies and I just told them, hey, we're going to start doing a podcast. This is Stephanie Hansen from Weekly Dish and you heard us a couple weeks back. We talked to Heather from Heather's Pies and she was the pie maker we had on and she was talking about the fact that she has a class. So I am sitting in her pie making class. Mm -hmm. I am here with Kim and I'm here with Alana and I'm here with Julie and our friend Sarah is probably going to come in right in the middle of it. And Heather, Heather, what are um, the like, if you had to say like the top three tips for making pies, what would they be? Well, hold on a minute. Okay. She's making a pie, especially a tart (laughs) that she's serving as an appetizer. Heather does three things. She sells pies. She does a pie class. That is a small group class at $75 and you get a rolling pin and you make your pie. There's a little appetizer and you take your pie home with you. And then she also does pie grams. So if you have someone special in your life, she can make them a special pie and deliver it. And it's just kind of a fun, different way of yeah, having a telegram, a pie gram. So Heather, top three things for like people that are going to be making pies. What do they need to be focused on? So uh, don't rush. No rushing. No okay. Rushing. Uh, you can go ahead and chill the the butter. I say just chill the butter in the ice water. Okay. You don't need to chill the flour. You don't need to chill the sugar. Um, uh, let's see what do the next thing. And then I think. Um, so chilling. Yep, chilling it. Taking your time. Yes, taking your time, and then um, not rushing. Right. Not rushing. And then just take the dough and. Um, lightly kneading it in your hands hardly touch the dough hardly touch it because you don't want to heat up the dough well and then or heat up the butter and you hardly touch the dough are you like butter lard or your butter i'm butter too i'm unsalted and right now i like carry gold yep i'm using that right now um you know why you're using that is it because it's cultured? Because I'm I'm Irish. No, I don't know. Um, because I am Irish. No, I um, yes. We like, just were talking. Stephanie introduced me really? this idea of cultured butter and that it's got a higher fat content. It's delicious. And I think that the 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 taste of it also plus the color. It's 
it's it's just a nice rich. Yeah, it's really almost orange. Yeah, it's all grass fed cows, right? right? Yeah, right for you. I yeah. mean, I would love to get a, a butter from Switzerland. I'd love that, but um, I haven't found one yet. That's Sarah, who's going to be coming in. So if you hear a little commotion of someone coming in, Sarah, we're doing a podcast right now. So Sarah's walking in, waving. Um, all right. So when you come to a class, um, what what are we? You told us on the show that there's like the Russian way of making pies that someone showed you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make you divulge your secret because I have an idea what your secret might be. But when when someone comes to a class, like can they leave fully expecting to know how to make a pie on their own? Absolutely. And that's why you make a five inch double crust pie where a full nine inch would overwhelm you and it would scare you and you would be manipulating the dough too much. So this is why we do a deep dish five inch with a double crust. It's a, it's the replica of what a nine inch will be that you'll do at home. Okay. And we also first start out with everybody will, um, you have a piece of paper and a pen or, or a pencil that yep. I've given you. And so then I'm going to give you the recipe because there's something about it for the single crust. There's something about it um, when you write it down, you remember it and you retain it uh, just a little bit better, I think, for the long run. And do you do savory pies too? I do. Savory tarts, yeah, savory pies. And is the tart, savory tart dough the same as a savory pie? It is. I like to use it the same. Okay. I really do. Now, I know some people like to change that out a little bit, but I don't know. I just really like it. Yeah. You know, we were. I was noticing the butter. I, I think that I had my temperature a little too low because I'm always careful about that. Yeah. You know, I don't want to burn the bottom, you know, of, on a blind base. Sure. So I'm always a little cautious. And then I also added a lot of wet ingredients to that. So yeah, that, there was that, a lot of wet things in yeah, the tart. Like, you know, like the artichoke. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, thank you, Heather. We will um, go ahead and proceed. Our whole group is here now. Okay. How do people fail in pie crust? They handle yeah. the dough thank too you. much. And then what does the that come out to be? Well, it's it's tough. So, when, oh, and you know how you'll know uh, your rolling pin? You'll go, because you're going to go at the halfway point, and you'll you'll go and you lift up a fourth, fourth, you know, half inch, lift up. And then you go to turn it, and you'll do it again. It'll start resisting. It'll it'll, it'll go back. Mm. It's like um, like a pizza. Oh. Yeah, kind like, of like elastic. Yeah, yeah, elastic because stretch arm strong. Too much. Okay. You'll see tonight. Hopefully, we'll te- we'll test you, ladies. So when you guys are here at this class, like, what's the goal? Are you going to, like, make the Thanksgiving pie, or did you just want to learn more about it? Why did you come? I am going to make the Thanksgiving pie, and I have made them before, but I just feel like I am not consistent. Yeah, and confidence, maybe. I'm gluten-free, and so I, um, but I, but I don't cook that way for my family. But yeah. I think this could be finally a good gluten-free mm-hmm. yeah and recipe. something that yeah. you could eat yeah. techniques yeah. and it's and the same thing applies when you do a gluten-free crust it's the same steps that you're learning tonight and you know hardly touch the dough and you know that is a tough dough to play with we did talk about gluten-free dough too offline and everyone agreed that the bob's red mill is a good gluten-free dough mm-hmm People liked that. We can't give out Heather's secret pie recipe, so we had to stop the podcast so that we get only the secrets. Um, but suffice is to say, 
in she had a pretty standard dough, I would say, with the exception of one little thing that she does. And if you wanted to do gluten free, you would add uh, two teaspoons, no, two tablespoons. Wasn't it two tablespoons of vinegar? Teaspoons. Teaspoons to a gluten-free crust. And that's all I'll tell you is you can modify it. And if you're gluten-free too, do you have that um, artisan bread in five gluten-free version? Mm-mm. Have you guys heard of this? You can make bread. I did that in a bucket. In, in a bucket. Yeah. And then you just have it in your fridge and you can use it for rolls or pizzas. And mm. I should do that again. That you do fun. it over the course of like your dough you can have for two weeks or you can freeze balls. And they have a whole cookbook that talks about how to use these breads that you make from this dough. And And then they did a whole version that's gluten-free of the same cookbook, but they made everything gluten-free. It's called Artisan Bread in Five. It's a local Zoe Francois and Jeff Hertzberg. They're great. And it all starts from just this flour and water dough that you put in a bucket and it's in your refrigerator. I remember I did it like a million years ago and we use like an ice cream bucket and it just sits in there. And you, like you said, you just take out a little hunk and you just bake that for dinner. And if you want rolls or pizzas or flatbreads yeah, and cool. yeah, if you like baking, it's, oh, I love, look at, okay. So Heather's got her. Heather from Heather's Pies has her cookbook uh, out. Okay, so I love to look at people's cookbooks. Is there one cookbook that's like your essential that you go to all the time? Still do. Martha Stewart's Pies and Tarts? That is shocking to me. I still still do. Wow. It's my first book and I still go to it. And you still go to it. Okay. I'm telling you, it's, yeah. I won my first pie recipe, my first pie contest from her recipe in there. I love that. that. Peach pie. I was uh, a a young mom. My children were like, I don't know, Kara was nine months old and Ryan was two and a half. And we lived in Northfield and they were having their first pie contest for the July 4th and I was just like so excited because I had found this book at the library. Yeah. It was brand new and I made sure I kept it out for three straight weeks so that nobody else could get the book. Oh, and I copied because I was so I was so in love with it. Like so in love with it because of the leaves. The rose leaves. So I went to my backyard and I took the rose leaves because she does that. She makes, like, what, chocolate? Well, she did the rose leaves, and that's what I'm trying to find, the one that is in there. Well, look at those those pumpkin pies. Yeah, you're known for your really decorative crusts, aren't you, Heather? She introduced me to it, and I was... uh, Then my artist side was like, you know what I mean? So how do you make a leaf like that? You press the rose leaf into the dough? I did, and I, you know, and then I... No, it's your pattern, and then you cut it out. Got it. But now we use cutters, Mm. and then I'll use other tools that, like... um, Give a fluted edge or... Yeah, or like my own brain, you know, we'll use the end of a fork, and I'll turn it on the side, you know, and, you know, do things. Yeah. Or find a pretty spoon that has a really pretty, um, like, edging, you know, and have it cold, and then press it in to the dough. You know, and go all the way around. And this is like my favorite. And I still, yeah. I do that a lot. That's like that one. Like a chessboard kind of. And then the one kind where of. I cut at an angle and I kind of, it's kind of peeled away like 
leaves all the way yep. around. That's my favorite one, too. But th- those are my two go-to. So you won a contest, huh? So I, yeah, I won the contest. It was, well, it was really fun. So I made this thing. It took me, like, all day to make that pie. And these two little babies in my hands. And my husband <laughs> is late coming home from work. He worked up in the cities as a painter. I mean, we we're, were only, like, 30 years old. And uh, he's not showing up. He's not showing up. I'm a, about a half a mile from the downtown Bridge Square, it's called. And um, I said, okay, come on, kids. And I had this 1950s tram. It was so sweet. It was, um, I don't know, one of the relatives gave it to me. So I put Kara in there, put Ryan in there. I'm like, all right, let's go in the pie. And there's a bottom drawer in there. And underneath, (laughs) I'm like, I'm going, I'm, you know. And as we're just leaving, Mike pulls up. I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus, you know. So, because I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get down. Anyway, we got there and... There were like 40 pies. They, you know, go down oh, into the wow. museum there, you know, at the, um, where Jesse James, yep. you know, Rob. And it was really fun because I, you know, and you're nervous and you're young and you're like, and then they just, you know, they said the third, second, and first. And I was like, yeah, I won. So did you win money? I won $50. Cool. Oh right? And, and bragging rights. And what was really fun about that is that um, my husband needed a new pair of jeans. And a new belt. And we went right, Mm -hmm. we literally walked from downtown. I had $50 in my hand. And I said, come on, guys. We went to the doll house. Do you remember the doll house? D-A-H-L? Yes, I do. Yeah, they were famous, you know, for the clothing. And bought Mike a pair of jeans. Calvin Klein jeans. And a belt. And Because he's the guy that will never take care of him. You know, everybody first. Anyway, that was the little story. Oh, I love that. Was it beautiful? Was your pie beautiful? It was a peach pie. I did a peach mm. pie, and I did the um, the leaves. Yeah. I just did the leaves. Oh, no. I just kind of just did the leaves all the way around. The rose leaves, but I cut them one at a time. I didn't have a cutter. Oh. They didn't have cutters. Yeah. You know? And then I did an egg yolk wash mm. on it, you know, egg yolk and cream. You know, again, it was from Martha. She taught me. All right, so that's your go-to cookbook. <laughs> wow. You do have Dory Greenspan's around my French table. I like her a lot. I do too. She's um, got this other person. Um, he's a pretty neat guy. Oh, Donna Hay is really. Yeah, neat. we I, like Donna Hay yeah, too. That's one of Stephanie's favorites. But he's really good. He's Jan Heath. He's, he's Swedish. He, Jan H E D H Head. Yeah. Heed. Yeah. Swedish breads and pastries. Because <laughs> that's how the Swedish yes. people talk, like fat bastard. <laughs> Yeah, so I always love to um, look at people's cookbooks. This is just half of them. Okay. The other, the other case. Oh, this guy. Fantastic. What is that? Chocolate? Eric Landlard. Okay. He's from England. He's a chef. That looks delicious. Mm-hmm. He's so good. All right. Thanks for sharing your cookbooks with me. That's amazing. That was a good story, too, Heather. Gosh, I love that story. Oh, I'm God. glad you won 50 bucks to get Mike some jeans. Oh, I know, right? And my mother was like, you did what? You Mike? What, what about you? And I'm like, she goes, Heather, you always put yourself last. I'm like, See, you and Mike are in the competition for last like, place. Yeah, yeah, right? And I'm like, okay, Mike, or mom, um, and that's why you times that's right my mom was married three times too she has no patience oh myself i go 
We're waiting for our dough to rest and we're getting ready to roll out our little pies here, but I will say we've had a good time so far.